Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. So right now I have Maggie Dong with us today. How are you doing, Maggie? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just excited to learn about you. So please just tell us about who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a fitness and life coach and a podcaster. So I actually focus on the four areas of fitness. So we have the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Okay. I found that if we miss, you know, any one of these areas, we end up trying to fill a void within ourselves that cannot be filled. And I've been there. I was trying to fill a void with food, with relationships, with, you know, different activities and it was just not fulfilling to to me or my life so i realized that we have to do this work from within ourselves so that we can create a life that we truly desire absolutely like you said it comes from personal experience as far as for the fitness and i know for me as a track and field athlete i've definitely seen how it's def- fitness is not just physical and really being your best self and so can you touch base a little bit as far as the spiritual and the emotional part of it. Cause I think we've talked, the world talks about mental a little bit more now, obviously physical, but the other two, I feel like we're still playing catch up on. Yeah. So the emotional is obviously, how do you handle your emotions? Because I think a lot of people are afraid to show their emotions. Mm-hmm. Emotions are repressed or a lot of people don't have emotional control. So I feel like we see one or the other. You either don't show anything or you kind of lash it out on other people. Right. So there has to be like that balance where you're able to control your emotions, but you're not afraid to show it. And mm-hmm. emotions sh- tell us so much about ourselves. Like right. people, you know, when, when you get angry, that's telling you something. And when you repress that anger, it's like stored in your body and eventually you get to a place where somebody will do something tiny and you lash out because you have like repressed so much emotions in your body that it needs to go somewhere. Somewhere. Mm -hmm. So working on that emotional health is important because you carry that into your relationships, your life. You, you know, I, I, I see a lot of people who are afraid to be vulnerable in their relationships but you can't build a relationship if you're afraid to show your emotions Mm -hmm. and the spiritual side of everything is I think what really tied it together for me because I had the physical mental emotional that I was working on Mm -hmm. and I was neglecting the spiritual and I realized that the spiritual aspect was what made me find my purpose and my mission Mm -hmm. and if I'm not connected with my soul and with my higher self then I don't have, you know, a reason for why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So the spiritual aspect, I think, when I work with people, when I help them, is to help them find what it is that they're really here to do. Because you're not, like, we're not here to just eat and pay bills and entertain ourselves. Exactly. We're here for mm-hmm. a bigger reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so 
Right. And so as far as the spiritual part, how do you deal with that with your clients as far as, you know, because some people spiritual ties with religion and then some people, they kind of steer from spiritual because they're used to it being tied to religion. So how do you kind of, I guess, go against those sort of societal stereotypes when coming to talk about spirituality for your business? Mm-hmm. So spirituality is not religion Mm -hmm. so i think people confuse the two right you can be spiritual but not religious Mm -hmm. and spirituality is really a deeper dive into yourself Mm -hmm. who you are your soul and what you're here to do so spirituality is not about worshiping other things outside of yourself i think that can be a part of it but at the end of the day it's you that you need to worship mm-hmm. and, that, and and that you need to figure out who you are and that's what spirituality is and what i tell my clients is that spirituality is listening to that inner voice that mm-hmm. we all have like your you can call your intuition your gut feeling it's always been there but it's people don't listen to that and that inner voice is what ultimately going to take you to where you want to go right. in life and give you a sense of meaning for being here. So it's learning about how to trust that intuition, trust that inner voice, and understand that there is so much out there in the universe and we're just a little part of it. Of that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And so for you, how has that benefited you as far as when you listen to that little voice? You know, if you can give just what it's done for you in your life. Yeah, so there's... A big difference in my life when I listen to my intuition versus mm-hmm. when I listen to my ego. Right. And my my ego, you know, is always telling me, oh, you shouldn't do that. That's too scary. What if this goes mm-hmm. wrong? So it's that fear-based mentality, is that fear-based story that you're telling yourself. And an example that I can give is back in June, I decided to drop out of college. Okay. And coming to that decision, so obviously I had my intuition that I was like, drop out, like this is not for you. You have something else that you can do. Mm-hmm. And then there was my ego that says, what if you drop out and it doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. And what if they say this? And what if you know people are criticizing you, having their opinions? Right. So it's that fear-based story that my ego was running. But if I had listened to my ego, listened to that fear-based story, I would still be living that miserable life that I was living, doing the things I didn't want to do, not not following my passion. But I chose to listen to my intuition regardless of the fear. And I know it's scary because your intuition might come up with something that is out of the norm and society might not accept what you're doing. But if you know for a fact that it's the right thing for you, then go do that. And now I don't have any regrets listening to my intuition because I know that if I hadn't, I would so be miserable. Right. And like you said, you know that now you're in a happier place and you took that leap and it's obviously paid off. It seems like you're in a very yeah. good place. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. Absolutely. Like you said, so you follow that little voice, you're in touch with yourself in many different ways. So what do you do to take care of yourself and just be in that good flow? And obviously then to be able to give that good flow to your clients. Yeah. So I start my morning with meditation and I think that makes such a big difference. I 
did not used to meditate because I thought it was like boring. Why would I sit here for 20 minutes and do nothing? But it makes such a big difference when you can actually quiet your mind Mm -hmm. because your mind is running a story, that fear-based story running in your mind. Mm -hmm. is when you quiet your mind, that's when you can actually hear your intuition. So the point of meditation is not to just sit there and do nothing. Mm -hmm. You quiet your mind so that your inner voice comes out so you can listen to that. And starting my day off with meditation, it clears my head so that throughout my day, I'm able to make decisions based on my intuition. And you can strengthen this over time Mm because I didn't used to be able to distinguish my ego versus intuition that clearly. But I mean, now... I I know the difference between the two and I can clearly make a decision choosing my ego or no, no, choosing my intuition over my ego. Mm-hmm. And it takes practice, but over time you do get better at that. Wonderful. Wonderful. I need, I need to practice meditating. Now I've done this interview so many <laughs> times people and that's one of the main things. I'm like, okay, clearly there's a common theme here for people who are conscious and feel good that they meditate. <laughs> <laughs> and- yeah. And so, like I said, being in touch with yourself, who is an ideal client for you? Who do you usually serve? Who do you usually work with? Yeah, so I mostly work with women okay. and I work with women on the four areas of fitness. So the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And I separated my coaching pretty much into two programs to cover different things. I have one that's called Confidently Lean, and that's for the physical aspect of fitness. So we work on nutrition, gut health, stress, uh, your exercise so that you can lose fat, build muscle, get strong. So that's what we do in Confidently Lean. And the other program is called Magnetic Attractor. And that's for us to work on our mental, emotional, and spiritual fitness mm-hmm. so that you can attract your dream relationship. So that one I think is super interesting because most of the time, you know, I've done this too. Mm-hmm. I was chasing after relationships. I was chasing after love, chasing after people. And it's exhausting. But what you can do instead is work on these areas within yourself. And then you become this magnet for pretty much your desires. People come to you. And that's what I've found in my own life, which is now what I share with my clients. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so you see like a transformation in all aspects of their lives. And so what do you see? What is your favorite part of the four that you work with? What would you say is your favorite? And then what would you say is probably the most challenging as far as kind of getting that transformation for your clients? I would say, I mean, personally, my favorite is the spiritual one, because I think there's so much to spirituality. Mm -hmm. But I think the challenging ones, it depends on the person. Okay. I think some 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 clients struggle more with the physical because they just like never want to exercise, yeah. you know, <laughs> eat healthy. And others struggle with maybe the mental and emotional based on what they've experienced in their childhood. So I think it depends on the person. But that spiritual aspect, I find that it's what ties things together. Because when 
you are able to have faith in something bigger than yourself when you realize that this is not all that there is and your you know daily struggles people who cut you off in traffic people who piss you off at the grocery store like that's not all that there is in Mm -hmm. life there is so much more out there and I think that's what makes such a big difference in people's lives because they realize that the things that I'm angry about right now, they actually don't mean that much. Right. They really don't matter. And I don't need to spend too much energy focusing on it. (laughs) Exactly. And so off the top of your head, what would you say is one of your favorite client success stories? Yeah. So I actually, one of my favorites is the physical transformation actually. Mm -hmm. And I had a client who came to me, she was, you know, barely eating any food, which Mm -hmm. I know how that feels like because I came from a place of eating disorder and I went through all of that. At one point in my life, I was eating like 800 calories a day trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And so I have clients who come to me eating like very little food. And I think women tend to do this, that we want to lose weight and we look at what what people are telling us, you know, eat less and move more and that's how you lose weight. But you can't be starving yourself when right. when you're an adult because like I think a baby, a toddler needs like a thousand to fourteen hundred calories a day to survive. Mm-hmm. And I have women coming to me eating a thousand calories a day as grown adults, right. which is not healthy for your body. Mm-hmm. And I have clients, you know, who who come to me and there was this particular one, she came to me, you know, eating like twelve hundred calories a day. And she wanted to lose weight, but she didn't know what to do. So what we actually do when women come to me eating so little food is we do this thing called a reverse diet. And that is when we increase calories over time so that your metabolism adapts to that new caloric intake. So what's happening when these people are eating 1,200 calories a day and they can't lose weight anymore, it's because your metabolism adapts to that amount of Mm. food that you're eating. Mm -hmm. So in order for you to lose more weight, you have to eat less and less and less. So what we do is to make your metabolism adapt the other way. So we work your way up and we, you know, work your way up to like 2000 calories a day. Mm -hmm. And now that is her new maintenance calories. And then if we go into a slight caloric deficit, she loses weight instantly because now your metabolism is running so high. It's so much easier to lose the weight. So I think that was one of my favorite. Yeah, I like that too, because like you said, you made it make sense. And I'm sure if your client was like, okay, it sounds weird, but when you explain why it is the way it is, it makes your client, you know, believe in you and the system and everything too, which I'm sure makes it a little bit easier to work together. Yeah, I think the hardest part for people when they do that is that mental hurdle that yes. they have to get over yes. because, I mean, I've been there too when I was doing the reverse diet, trying to eat more. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to believe it. I was like, I'm going to gain so much more weight. weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't happen like that. And if you're you know, exercising, you're training your muscles, you're actually burning a lot of calories by training. So by you know implementing the nutrition you actually create this faster metabolism and i mean nowadays i can just share that i used to eat 800 calories a day nowadays my maintenance is at 2500 and okay. i am like chilling on 2500 <laughs> and i don't have to 
do anything that I, I like I don't have anything extreme to try to lose weight I can eat 2400 calories and lose weight like that's the benefit of that right and really found so that works for you as well mm-hmm. I think detrimental and so you talked about being a podcaster so please tell us about your podcast yeah, so my podcast is called Mind, Muscle, Enlightenment, and that's where we talk about the four areas of fitness, so the physical, mm-hmm. mental, emotional, and the spiritual, and I bring a lot of guests onto the podcast as well just to have cool conversations. This is my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just to, like learn from people, but I think on the podcast, what I've been doing recently is sharing more about the spiritual side because I think as 2020 is coming to a close, we maybe need to dive realign, yes, dive a little bit deeper into that. So mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of spiritual stuff on my podcast, and you can listen to it on pretty much all platforms. Wonderful. And so on top of your podcast, where are places that people can go for more information about you or if they want to work with you for our listeners, where are the best places to go? Yeah. So I'm mostly hanging out on Instagram and that's at Maggie Dong underscore. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, you can check out my daily life on my story (laughs) (laughs) and you can come chat with me. And my podcast is Mind Muscle Enlightenment on all platforms. And there is a link in my Instagram bio that will take you to the coaching programs that I mentioned. So Confidently Lean, Magnetic Attractor. I also offer just like single one-on-one coaching sessions. Wonderful. Well, Maggie Dong, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all of that. You all go to the podcast, Instagram. It sounds like some great information. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag Conscious Business Leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at annasunchoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement.